Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Love Queendom. This is a space of love and joy and peace and abundance and all the good things. And here at The Love Queendom, we talk about spiritual ascension and how to create your own reality. And on today's episode, I am going to be doing part three of my spiritual journey where I will be talking to you guys about how my beliefs in UFOs and aliens led me to uh, a deeper level on my spiritual journey. So to start this episode, I am going to fast forward to towards the end of 2019. I had a bunch of catastrophic things happen in my life and If you know anything about reality creation, the law of attraction, but also when you learn about really being in alignment with yourself, your spirit, your soul, your heart, um, your highest timeline, what you will begin to observe is that oftentimes when your life is really beginning to fall apart, um, It is actually a transitional period and it is clearing old things away to set you up for new things. And I feel as though that was what was going on with me um, at the end of 2019. So I had a number of catastrophic things happen. The first thing that happened was I lost my job. And um, when I lost my job, it it was only catastrophic because I was in the process of getting a new job, which I thought was going to be my dream job. However, um, there were some circumstantial things that were going on with that position that ended in me not getting the job. However, while that was going on, I was really kind of in a miserable position at my current job. I had tried to move to another team and my boss basically sabotaged it. And so I was completely miserable and I was feeling stuck. And I was particularly feeling stuck because if my new job didn't come through, I didn't know what I was going to do. So I had complained to HR about my situation and was trying to see if there was any way I could maybe take like a leave of absence or just something. And they ended up actually just letting me go. And it was really kind of a blessing in disguise because, again, I hated the job. So whatever. Um, So I was let go. I got a small, small severance package. And as I said, I was still kind of in this limbo period with my new job, which eventually would end up not coming through. And then While that was going on, um, I found out that one of my half-siblings had passed away, sadly. Um, So that happened, and I was also dating a guy at the time, and, you know, he wasn't really someone I was particularly in love with or anything like that. Um, I think really what was going on with me at the time was I was in the midst of several ego pursuits. Um, My new job was definitely a pursuit of ego. Uh, The guy I was dating at the time was really just for my ego. Um, And everything I was 
planning to do in my life in the future. We're all just kind of these superficial ego pursuits that I I just wanted because I thought these are the things that would make me feel good if I had them. And all of it fell apart very catastrophically. And the worst thing that actually happened was because I lost my job and my other job didn't pan out, I ended up having to move back to my family's house in my hometown um, from where I was living in a bigger city. And that was really devastating for me because I had to give up my condo and I was just so, I just felt so low, you know, I felt like such a loser at the time, I remember. And so basically my whole life had fallen apart, you know, I had no job, I didn't have a place anymore, I had no man. Oh my God, you know, your girl was struggling, you guys, okay? Your queen was struggling. Um, And I remember actually looking back at that time and not realizing how kind of low of a place that I had fallen into like mentally, you know? Um, But I do recall at the time kind of really sort of spiraling in my mind and just thinking to myself like, oh my God, you know? what is going on with my life and I was also thinking this was all happening in the year that I was going to be the year just before I was going to be turning 30 and I just thought to myself oh my god like what is my life you know I'm going to be 30 I have no job I have no man I have nothing you know I just felt like such a loser and then I'm moving back to my my family's house in my loser hometown like I just felt so low but I never really let that show on the face you know I kind of just projected an image that yeah like everything was fine it's fine you know all of this is temporary and I kind of just played off the fact that I had to move back to my family's house because I didn't have a job with the fact that someone had to clean out my brother's house and sort out his final affairs. So that was sort of a coincidental savior in my life at the time. I was able to move back home with somewhat of a purpose, something to do. And that was really my primary job at the time. And then while I was there, I also started a business. And it's so interesting as well, because while all of these things were going on, this was in the beginning of 2020 now, um, there were whispers of the Panini, okay? There were whispers of it, and um, I wasn't thinking anything of it because I was kind of in my own world at the time. I, you know, I had other things to worry about, and... um, I was actually very grateful because by the time the panini became full blown, you know, and we were in lockdowns, we were in, everything was shut down, the world was going crazy. I was actually so happy to not have been in the city at the time. I was happy that I was at home with my family and I didn't have to worry about anything. You know, I didn't have to worry about working from home and you know, listening to my coworkers complain or pretend as if they care about my mental health and my well-being because we're all stuck at home. Like, I didn't have to think about any of that. And that was honestly amazing for me. So 
that was all going on. And of course, during that time, I think a lot of us were spending a significant amount of time on the internet and really just kind of trying to keep ourselves, you know, occupied and not going crazy, myself included. So there was a time where um, I kind of accidentally fell down a UFO rabbit hole is what I'm going to call this. Um, And it happened super randomly because what it was, was during the pandemic, um, there was a big controversy that happened between a celebrity couple. And what happened with that celebrity couple was that um, the wife had cheated on the husband with a younger man. And it was like a big controversy at the time. And so there were a whole bunch of people making videos about their perspective on the issue and just kind of, you know, going back and forth about this thing. And I really did not have any um, care per se about the issue. I'm not really big into celebrity stuff. And particularly, I think I had already moved away really from my interest in Hollywood and you know, American celebrities and Western celebrity culture. Like, I just really didn't care. So I saw all the things, but I wasn't particularly interested. However, something caught my eye, which was a guy had made a video that was suggested to me on YouTube about um, the incident. But his perspective on the incident was based on his analysis of the body language of the couple in question, where he essentially analyzed interviews and videos of them together over the years to really piece together from his perspective in reading their body language, what was the true dynamic between this couple, you know, what was really going on and perhaps why did the infidelity that happened happen? And I thought that that was a very interesting perspective. So I said, you know what, let me check this out. So I watched the video and I thought his body language analysis was fantastic. It was so interesting to me. It was something that I had never seen before. It was the kind of way of um, analyzing and uh, observing situations that I had never been exposed to. And I thought it was just really interesting. So I went to his channel and I was looking around trying to see okay what other people you know things scenarios has he done an analysis on that I would be interested in and one video caught my eye which was a video of a man who claimed to have worked for the U.S. government um, at an area close to area 51 he called it s4 um, in the Nevada desert where he was being paid to reverse engineer alien spacecraft. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I remember growing up in the 90s, you know, watching X-Files and hearing about Area 51 and hearing about allegedly the UFOs that go around that area. So (laughs) this was kind of a conspiracy theory that had been around for years but it kind of disappeared, you know, it, it wasn't something that we were really hearing about um, at that time recently. So it was interesting to me that it felt like or it seemed like this was some new information popping up about an old scenario that we never really got 
true closure on. So I watched the video and based on the guy's body language analysis, he confirmed that the man was in fact telling the truth about his experiences that he really did work at this place for the U.S. government reverse engineering alien spacecraft that his experience checks out and it's all real. At least the man was able to convince the body language analyzer that his experiences were real. So I once again thought this was absolutely brilliant and so fantastic. And, um, you know, thanks to the YouTube algorithm, but also thanks to my curiosity, I ended up going on a rabbit hole where I started watching a whole bunch of other videos about um, UFOs and aliens, you know, alien abductions and just stuff like that, you know. At first, I was also kind of really researching more into this man who claimed he worked for the U.S. government and was reverse engineering alien spacecraft. And then once I kind of found everything I could find about him, I started dabbling into other things. And um, if you are someone who is interested in this stuff or you're a little bit curious, I highly recommend you check out the New York Post's YouTube channel. They have a great playlist um, called The Basement Office, where um, one of their series on that channel, I guess, is um, where they kind of talk about the most well-known UFO alien abduction stories. So they made several videos. It's all in a playlist on their channel. Like I said, highly recommend you check it out. And I was watching that series and I found them all super interesting, very convincing. And it just kind of made me feel that, you know, all of these people from all over the world that are having these encounters, they can't all be lying. That that just doesn't make any sense. You know, that was kind of what I was thinking. And I remember watching one of the videos and um, there was a comment on the video where someone had mentioned something about how all of this stuff is real. You guys should check out Allies of Humanity. You know, it goes into more detail about what's really going on. And I had never heard of that before. So I said, oh, that's interesting. You know, what the hell is Allies of Humanity? So I Google Allies of Humanity and I come across this website, alliesofhumanity.org. I'll put the link in the description on YouTube. You guys can check it out if you're interested. But I went to the website and basically what it was, was um, a series of writings or briefs, if you will, um, that were channeled by a man named Marshall Vian Summers, who claimed to have um, channeled messages from benevolent off-world beings who are observing Earth from a distance and are witnessing a covert takeover of our planet by malevolent <laughs> UFOs and um, extraterrestrial entities. And that the only way for Earth to save itself is for us to begin to grow our spiritual knowledge and our spiritual power so that we can not fall to the deceptions that are being um, carried out against us in order to suppress us and control humanity um, for the benefit of these dark extraterrestrial overlords. And um, 
it was a highly fascinating read for me. As a matter of fact, after I finish recording this, I might even read it again because there was so much information in there. Um, it basically gave an entire alternative Earth history, um, which includes interactions between humans and off-world beings, how they are part of our creation story, um, and just so many things, right? Um, it also ties into when aliens started coming to Earth in recent times um, after we invented atomic bombs, which sort of explains also the whole Roswell incident and um, Area 51 and all of this stuff, right? So it kind of explains everything. It also explains why there is so much deception in politics and world government. And um, it really kind of goes deep in analyzing and explaining why a lot of the things that happen on Earth are happening and particularly if you are someone who sees everything that's going on around you and you don't like it and you question so much of these things and you are against so much of what is going on on our planet, but you don't really know how to stop it and why it's really going on. This is, for me, it answered a lot of my kind of burning questions, you know, um, and not only that, but it gave me a solution as well. Uh, it gave me a solution I feel that was something I had never really seen before. Because when it comes to human oppression, the natural response is to fight back, right? And to fight back in the physical. But what allies of humanity were basically trying to explain to us was that there is a multi-dimensional component to our existence and that there is a spiritual component to our existence which gives us an edge and gives us power over other physical beings right and if we can learn how to tap into that power we can have an edge as we begin to move into a new age of interplanetary existence where we will start interacting with off-world beings, extraterrestrials, and we need to understand how to interact with these beings in a manner that allows us to maintain our sovereignty. So again, this was really important to me. It was very interesting for me. And like I said, it answered a lot of questions that I had about solutions to many of our problems. And Allies of Humanity also has um, a companion website called The New Message, um, and The New Message is uh, further channelings from Marshall V. and Summers that are kind of um, spiritual. It's, a, it's kind of a new age spiritual practice that you can engage in to sort of help you develop your spiritual power um, in order to be spiritually sovereign, right? And not fall prey to the deceptions of this world and the oppression of this world. So my engagement with Allies of Humanity and the new message really kickstarted a new phase of my spiritual journey where I decided that I was going to fight <laughs> for humanity. <laughs> I was going to be on the front lines, you know, of humanity's fight for freedom against these evil alien overlords. And I was going to meditate and 
become telepathic and be able to fight against the deceptions going on in our world. This was literally what was going on in my mind, okay? And um, this was all very experimental for me. And I think it's because I'm a very curious person. And like I said, it was something new that I had never seen before. And it made a lot of sense to me. And remember, this is also at a time where I had already completely walked away from Christianity. And I was comfortable in that space. You know, I wasn't having any fear really about learning new things, you know, learning new things in the spiritual realm. Anything that I felt uncomfortable with or that I felt didn't really resonate with me, I was perfectly fine letting it go and leaving it behind. Um, But the things that I did find interesting, the things that really did call to me and speak to me, I was more than happy to engage with those things. And this was one of them. And I'm actually very grateful that I had gotten to a place in my spiritual journey where I was open-minded enough to sort of um, get into these things. So I actually bought, um, a book from the new message. I forgot what it's called. Oh yeah. It's called steps to knowledge. And it's a kind of a daily meditation prompt book where it sort of teaches you how to quiet your mind and, you know, sort of listen for the wisdom of your spirit is really what it's aiming to do for you. So I started off with that you know, I didn't really get too much out of it per se. I think anyone who starts learning how to meditate will tell you that it's very, very difficult because you don't really feel anything happening. So because you don't feel anything happening, it's a little bit discouraging to keep going. Um, But I was just really curious and motivated by the whole premise behind it that I did it for a while. And then I started learning about other things. I started kind of learning more about manifestation. I was reading a lot of um, or listening to a lot of audiobooks rather from different um, teachers from throughout the years that talk about manifestation stuff like Neville Goddard, Florence Scovel Shin, and other similar teachers like that. There's tons of audiobooks on YouTube um, written by different authors about, you know, manifestation and, you know, using the power of your subconscious mind and all of this kind of stuff. So I was sort of getting into that. And I was also kind of trying to figure out like how to raise my vibration. You know, this was some spiritual concept that had come into my reality and I was really wanting to be like high vibration you know I need to be high vibration so I was trying to figure out okay how do I be high vibration how do I you know do this and I was toying around with different things I was meeting different people who were also on a spiritual journey and they were toying around with it as well um and this is kind of where I came to in my spiritual journey. I was diving deep into learning about how we are connected spiritually to aliens, um, how we are multidimensional beings, and you know we are comprised of multiple components. I was also learning about manifestation power as well, which started interesting me uh, a lot more than just doing meditation and quieting my mind. I think that was really why I started becoming drawn to that. Um, 
And like I said, all of this was because I had randomly stumbled across a video about a guy who claims that he was reverse engineering alien spacecraft for the U.S. government. So this was the next phase of my spiritual journey. And um, I'm going to leave it here because the next episode, things get even crazier. And, you know, looking back now, I feel like these things, every step of the way I was being led in this direction. And it's been such an interesting and beautiful journey for me. And I am looking forward to sharing more with you all. But I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions, um, please feel free to leave them in the comments. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, share, and feel free to send me an email if you like my podcast, if you like my voice, (laughs) Um, or you just want to say hi. I will gladly appreciate that. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.